is why the games are played at the same time. It is the World Cup date. I'm Boris, and today, tonight, this evening, I am joined by the one, the only, the Phil. Hey, man, making the World Cup fun each day at a time. Well, if anything, we're making people laugh. Oh, that's, that's worth it. That's the price of admission. You know, come for the jokes, stay for the footy. Yeah, stay for the results. You can get it off a website, or you can hear some inappropriate humor. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Speaking of inappropriate humor, how'd you sleep? Mm. Babies don't sleep as well as I did. It's almost as if we planned that line or something. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, uh, Fight Club. Thank you, Ed Nor- uh, uh, Norris, like or uh, what should we call Norton. it, the, the head headline guy, Ed- Edward Norton. Thank you. Yep, <sighs> that's good. That's good. I had a weird night's sleep. I thought I passed yeah. that early, passed that super good. early. But then I was up at like four. Yeah, it was four. Yeah, that, that was it. I, I sent you a clip of breakfast television with some reaction to the Alfonso Davies stuff by Sid. And you were like, yeah, I watched it. And I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 It was all. That's that's inhumane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. No, but it's true. We're going to talk about that soon. Probably. Yeah, Yeah, I know. You know, once this once this group is wrapped up or once this round is wrapped up, we're going to talk about that. So people have been asking. Needs needs air. The masses want to know what's our plan. For the off days of the World Cup, I'm telling you straight up, we ain't recording shit. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know we haven't talked, but I'm like, hey, we're, we're having a tough enough time keeping the wheels on for this. <laughs> <laughs> today was tough, just because like my head is hurting so much today. I'm like, oh my god! But we made a commitment. We're gonna follow through with it as best as we can. Uh, you know, it's always it's to me. I see it more as you and I catching up and chatting. Yeah, well, that's that's what most of it is anyway, you know. So just wait until you get to the part about the dinner time thing, because, oh, boy, do I ever have a story about tonight. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> squirrel skewers? Oh, no. We're, we're, oh, it's, it's a weird one. <laughs> I don't Remember, I live with an 84-year-old man, and some, day, some days he just stays home. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so I have to know. What happened to the carcass of the squirrel? Oh, um, first of all, I found out that the it wasn't a um, it wasn't the bird I thought it was. It was a Cooper's hawk. That's the actual it, and it looks, in fact, by my friend's analysis of the pictures I took of it eating said carcass, it looks like a juvenile Cooper's hawk because of just the the reddish feathers in there. Instead, it's not a, a falcon. But anyhow, regardless, Cooper's hawk. And uh, it picked at the carcass until it picked enough away that it could put it in its maw and fly away with it. So that's what it did. Because as well, as all this was happening, 
everybody was coming around the bird to take pictures and to gawk. And then they went away, and the bird just continued to devour the squirrel. And then I came out and was just like, hey, look, you know, don't see that every day. Took a few pictures. And then coming down the street, there was a lady and her husband walking with a baby carriage. And, like, we're talking about five feet away from this thing as okay. it's eating. And I'm standing there going, you don't want to be there. And they just look at it. They look at the baby. They look at me. And then they cross the street abruptly. Because <laughs> I'm like, don't let it know that you're carrying a little meat sack in that little cradle there. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah, it was it was a, a fun, fun time. Yep. That's hilarious. But like I say, I'm pretty sure that bird's going to visit the hydro line above my freaking car where it's parked and give me a glorious squirrel dump. But oh, well. Or just an actual squirreled dump. Yeah, it might just shit the bones there. I don't know. If it does with the skull, I'm going to make it into a, a shifter knob. So <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, man. I wish I had a good story like that. No, but I've been, honestly, I've been, like, doing nothing. And it's never felt so good. Hey, man, move to the sticks. It's great. <laughs> you'll get you'll get squirrel carcasses and garbage blowing around <laughs> no we just get and, random oh, bridge explosions over the weekend oh that sucks well i i've got a, a couple of neighbors where the police are constantly in there too so it's it's a constant show in yeah, the but, neighborhood because like right after the squirrel carcass was devoured two cop cars showed up and started touring this guy's lot and giving him all kinds of crap about the fact that he's basically running a garbage disposal site in his front yard. <laughs> That's why I love the sticks, man. You guys, you guys have it all. You guys have the drug deal. Not, not you. Okay, look, the city. We have the drug dealers. Y'all have well, the drug the manufacturers. The, the apartment across from me got busted for dealings. <laughs> Dealing or manufacturing? That I don't know. See, that's what you, I mean. When you live in the we neighborhood, the you dealers, don't find out. You got the manufacturers. That is possible, but nothing's blown up yet, so knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that I used to live, like, um, you, you know, the, my place, like, my old, my, I live across the street from my old place. You know which place I'm talking about, yeah. right? Okay. I do. Up north on that street, which I'm not going to say the mm -hmm. name of, because I've learned my lesson the hard way. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> on that street, if you keep going north. Like about across the street, so on the north west side of yep. that apartment, and you keep just a few doors down. That used to be a halfway house. Oh, lovely! Yeah. So I realized this. Mike and I realized this like a year or two after we moved there. We're just staring outside. It's like, why is there always the court uh, bus transportation there? Why is that? Why is it always the court transportation? Why is that always there? Why do random people keep coming in and out of this house? Why do random yep. people keep coming in and out of this house every few months with stuff? Yep. Then we learned it was the halfway house. So when people got released from jail, that's where they would live to get their life back. And it was just like interesting. Never had an issue. Let me tell you that. Never had an issue. Yeah, I have a halfway just, house not far from here, and guess what? No problem at all. Yeah, I'm just saying it. Just it was it, kind of funny the, when, you, when you think about it, right? Like it's kind of funny. Yeah. But these are people who are legitimately 
trying to make the best for themselves. And and I will just say, when I say I live in the sticks, I just live north of Toronto. To be honest, it's a pretty affluent town. No, you live in the sticks. It's a pretty affluent town. And it's a pretty affluent, like, aspiring town. It's the sticks. It's got rich areas. It's got multi-million dollar homes not far from here. And I can just say that um, the two places across the street from me have slumlord landlords. I don't mind saying that. And they just recruit people that have a lot of personal issues that they're working out at the time they live there. So, yep. And then the police come and it's like a mousetrap. They just know that's where the problems are going to be. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how uh, it is. Such is life. Such is life. All right. Let's talk some footy. There's only one piece of news today, and the only reason I wanted to say it is they got this joke out. Just like Rihanna said, oh, Nana, what's his name? The Cameroon goalkeeper has been suspended. Or the Cameroon? Is it, is it the Cameroon? Yeah, the Cameroon suspended. Oh, Nana, for the rest of the World Cup. That's it. So just like Rihanna said, oh, Nana, what's his oh, name? Nana. What's his name? Why did he get suspended? Ah, it doesn't matter. I, I didn't even read the rest of the article. I just well, literally yeah, looked at the headline. Just, just for my integrity, bit. two things that don't go together. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you've known me for how long? When has integrity ever been part of my <laughs> exactly. my thing? That's the thing, right? I know you run a soccer podcast. You're deeply embedded into that world. It has far more integrity, and you know that everything's entertainment in that than FIFA has in terms of trying to run an actual Dude, sporting event. Like <laughs> we could be advertising hard drugs. And we will still have more integrity yeah. on this show than FIFA. It's true. You guys, like, wrestling could enter into professional sports betting and still have more integrity <laughs> FIFA. I don't know about that one. Thinking about, like, the you know origins of wrestling. Yeah. It's true, though. It's true. Mind and you. that's not a slight on it. It's entertainment. I get well, it. It's mind fun. you. WWE's deal with Saudi Arabia. Kind of FIFA-ish. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but still, I will give soccer the pro or uh, uh, wrestling the props for the fact that it's entertainment and it's good entertainment and it's very physical. And I'm not taking away from anyone's achievements in the in that mode of entertainment. So, just so you can stop writing your angry tweets and emails now, <laughs> you can send all angry tweets to Palpatine Phil at Palpatine Phil. And I'm gaining new followers. <laughs> I am too. I don't, it's, it, I don't. It scares me. I, I look. Let me tell you this. And let me let me tell all our Red Patch boys listening. I want nothing to do with all y'all. Come <laughs> on, that was harsh. I don't mean it like that. I well, just mean that's the way it came out, man. That, that was like reality TV type shit. What are we on, Big Brother now? Screw the group. <laughs> <laughs> no, whoa, big difference between. I know. I'm teasing you. I'm just trying to put words in your mouth to make you back up. <laughs> I know you are, and I'm not. I'm gonna double down. In fact, no, I'm joking. <laughs> a lot of good people in there. Yeah, a lot so. of great people. Every, you know, this is the yeah. thing. If you know me, which I know that like some people don't, but I would some say a good chunk do. 
the good chunk that does absolutely know I am joking 99% of the time, yeah. which is the issue that is true. in my life sometimes. Maybe, maybe I didn't know when I was your vice president. <laughs> you were my treasurer. What? <laughs> was I your treasurer? Oh, yeah, I was. I didn't do you shit. You did something. Well, because no one fucking sent anything to me until it was time to be paid. Oh, it's yeah. like, I need receipts. I don't have a receipt. Prove how much you paid. I can't. Boris isn't paying us. <laughs> we paid for paint. Us <laughs> <laughs> cold hardware. Sorry. No, we shouldn't dig up that wound. <laughs> At That's least not on, on an episode that we're not doing for it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever Anyhow. in a position to be repaid in any job, whether it be volunteer... Keep your receipt! <laughs> keep your fucking receipts. I hate it's to tell you, man. I'm, I'm employed, gainfully employed in an environment that expenses are incurred. And I don't know how many times I hear the people who have to process these expenses saying, and then there was no receipt. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Guys, don't make backroom deals with internet hosting companies. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Who's got the password? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, na na. <laughs> there we go. All right, let's talk the matches because the matches were actually pretty fun today. I, at least they I think were. They were. I think the second half of the day was better than the first, but the first ad moments. First ad moments. I think that Tunisia game was was yeah. The Tunisia game was better than the Australia was good though. I just like the result in the Australia. All right, let's talk about the Australia game first. Australia kind of needed to get the win. Denmark kind of needed to get the win. Tunisia kind of needed to get the win. France being very tranquilo. And boy, did they play tranquilo. But we'll get to that game in a second. Let's talk about Australia versus Denmark. Get that out of the way. What do you you think of this match? Uh, I watched. I decided that it was boring as shit after the first half, and I figured it wasn't going to move much. So I flipped my attention to Tunisia, France. Yeah, and I was I was very. Uh, um, I felt very good about that decision at the end, especially at the end. That was squeaky bum time. It was squeaky so, bum time. It really, really was. Yeah, I. If you didn't watch it, I'd look at that score sheet. And there's something that's not on there that happened in extra time where I'm like, holy crap, because oh, that's the what soccer roost, congrats to them. But yeah, that was just yeah. the second half. All right. So Yeah, because yeah, the, even the first half, it was a little back and forth, not too much action going yeah, on. Both teams needed on. to score, but they didn't feel like they needed to score. In the 60th minute, Australia, the soccer roost, Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. They push... Ford, Australia broke through, ball finds Leckie in acres of space. Not just a little space, fucking acres. He twists Mahil one way, then the other, passes it into the far corner for a pretty nice looking goal. I'll give him credit to put the Socceroos up 1-0. Yeah, they got the result. Happy for them. Don't put your dingo on your barbie. (laughs) 
Uh, maybe the dingo ate your baby. Oh, it's possible, but I, I, I did something different. All right, so who are the Socceroos going to face? They're going to face, the at this point, at this point, the winners of Group C in the round of 16, and that could be Poland, Argentina, or Saudi Arabia. We know who it is now. <laughs> All right. But the other game, Group let's D. Do, let's go to the other game. Tunisia versus France. France sitting a few players. Tunisia putting it all in, all on the line. Knowing yes, that the Socceroos had scored, Tunisia needed some more goals. The more that Denmark helped, the less pressure would be on Tunisia. But Denmark didn't help whatsoever. And let's look. <laughs> this is why the games are on at the same time. Yep. You got to... You gotta try not to influence the outcomes so i still think the players kind of have an idea but i don't think denmark's going to specifically go out there and lay a cronky on the line when if they could win they're gonna go through like the motivations there so i get the integrity part though i'll attempt at integrity for fifa <laughs> the the appearance of integrity yes because FIFA's I'm corrupt. just reminded of a Megadeth song from when I was a kid, Hangar 18, military and intelligence, two words combined that can't make sense. <laughs> 58th minute, Kazri, goal to give Tunisia the moment that they've been waiting for. Tunisia is up on your reigning, defending FIFA World Cup champions. Yep, big moment. And the best part was, is that France then turned to the bench and started plowing everybody onto the field that had an ounce of goal anywhere near them. Yeah. <laughs> right? So Mbappe and everybody else. The fans. Yeah. 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 Exactly. In the 64th, 65th minute, the Tunisian fans must have been pissed when Mbappe came on knowing that France has finally taken this game serious. Yep. It's like we're going Here's the for thing. you now. The North African country of Tunisia was up on the reigning defending World Cup champions. Yep. And they were still on the way out if things stood. Yep. I know. It's heartbreaking. Just heartbreaking. There was a pitch invader just running around with a Palestine flag. That was a thing. Game kept going back and forth. The Tunisians, yep. the Tunisian supporters just looked. They looked the way that we look constantly in at TFC games. Yep. I felt for them. I identified with them. Yeah, to say the least. It was crazy. Nine minutes of added time. Yep. The longest nine minutes ever. Then in the 98th minute, the Parisians Not going to 98th minute. Huh? Oh, yes, 98th. Sorry, 98th. never mind. I, I apologize. 98th, you're right. right. fucking at it. Don't doubt me when I'm like, yeah, literally. Right there. You're right there. You're right there. Like I'm literally staring I know. at the You're right on the edge there. Go for it. Griezmann draws France level at the death. The Atletico Madrid man just volleys at home from 10 yards, 9 meters away. Unreal. Unreal scene. 
Because it, it looked to be a nice goal. It looked but, to be a very nice goal. But the Kiwi he, referee. He bulged, the, he Kiwi. bulged the onion bag. Yeah, he did. The Kiwi referee, Matthew Conger, overturns Griezmann's last-minute equalizer. Using VAR. Because of an he offside. He used VAR. He went to VAR, and that was the most hilarious part. The players all thought it was over. Everybody, Tears were flowing in the stands by Tunisian fans. And then the referee decides to hang on. I've not taken the headset off. Walks past everybody to where the machine is, watches it. Then the analysts all collectively crap their pants as they realize that the clearance from the Tunisian player didn't constitute a pass back. It constitute an attempted control of the ball, which was deemed not to have been done validly. Hence the goal being offside because that player was clearly offside when the ball was originally launched in and then bounced off the defender's head. It was a bit of a, a stinky one because to me, it hit a defender's head in the box that made him, that made that player onside at that point, really my understanding. But the clarification is that he didn't demonstrate proper control. Yep. Which I kind of understand. He just got ahead to it. So yep. at that point, hearts were broken by the French. Shock. Oh, my God. Ooh, la, la. They were in shock. Yep. Le shock. And Tunisia. Le shock. But then Tunisia supporters figured out that they're out anyway. <laughs> but at least they got the scalp. That's How the accomplishment. Must you feel knowing you beat the World Cup champs and you're still yep. out? How must you feel knowing that even after in victory, your supporters in the stadium are cheering for Matthew Conger, the Kiwi referee, more than you? How must you feel if you almost beat Belgium? <laughs> That's one of the crappiest. Rated teams versus the number two in the opening round. But anyhow, being the better team and having Thierry Henry tell you so. <laughs> oh, Henry. such is life. Oh, Henry. I have many opinions on that guy talking to him a few times. Yeah, basically. Yeah, well, he was in charge of Montreal, so ugh, ugly. <laughs> Tunisia <laughs> win, teasing. but Tunisia are out. Let's move on to the next batch of games. Let's talk Poland-Argentina. Uh, FIFA, being FIFA, Lionel gifting Lionel Messi a PK in the 39th minute. Yep. But the soccer and gods there? redeemed us and redeemed the situation because he was stopped. And I got to say, this penalty, although the penalty itself wasn't placed incredibly well for Lionel Messi. The zip that was on that ball, and for that keeper to get a hand on it in that position, freaking remarkable. I would recommend that when you're done this podcast, if you haven't seen it, go look it up. Because holy shit, that was a save and a half. It was. It really was. Probably the save 
of the tournament so far. Yeah, I would agree. All right, so Argentina ends up getting a goal in the 46th minute by McAllister and then the 67th minute by Alvarez. They win 2-0. The game was a lot more one-sided than I remember it being, now staring at the stats in front of me so that Phil cannot question my integrity. No. Possession. I didn't even watch a game, so there you go. Other than the <laughs> highlight. <laughs> 73.3% possession for Argentina. I think it was 72. Oh, you piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> oh. Okay, 74, I'll round up. Still, you're wrong. <laughs> 51.4, dual success rate, 12 shots on target versus Poland, zero. Yeah. Poland kind of put in a dud in that game. Yep. I didn't was... even watch it, and I could hear it failing from here. All right, let's talk about probably the best match of the day. By the way, yep. Argentina wins 2 nothing. They advance. Poland's, well. Poland, Poland, to Matt's point. All right, I know he's not here tonight. But Matt was pulling for hot, more yellow cards for Poland in that last little bit. Because of the way the Mexico was going. And they did get one. <laughs> so I was thinking, if that becomes it, I have to bet on anything Matt says. I don't care how much he knows about soccer. Let me tell you, <laughs> never bet on what Matt says. <laughs> I've known the guy I'm just long saying, enough to know. He, he called the longest shot I've ever heard in my life. And I'm like, oh boy, this could get spicy. I know. And it did. It he's yeah that was hilarious. I saw that. I'm like, oh dear God, this is actually gonna happen. Yeah, there there was a moment. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Mexico. Mexico needed to win by two to even up uh, the points, to, and then it would have been the be nice points that would get them through. Yeah, they needed goal differential. I think they needed if it stayed. Uh, uh, if it stayed that Saudi Arabia wouldn't score, and and uh, and so Mex here's the thing: Mexico oh, needed sorry. two. If they needed, if, yeah, one more Mexico, goal. No, otherwise, they needed three. They needed they, three. They needed three to then, go through on goals. Yes, they needed three to go through on goals because yellow cards, fair play take precedence yeah so if it was two goals or less it was going to be the yellow card the fair play rule was going to be the decider so they needed three goals now i don't know if the players knew they needed three goals i don't know if they were aware of the score in the other game all they could control was saudi arabia against them and holy cow was i ever not disappointed from the kickoff of that game to the end about the attacking nature, but in the second half especially, Mexico were a live wire. They had the Mexican jumping beans. Where was this Mexico for the past four years? That's the crazy part that I don't know. I think that's, honestly, like all joking aside, that's the question that's going to be asked in the Mexican media because you know that the Mexican media treats their national team the way that Toronto treats the Maple Leafs. So it's a big deal. There's going to be a lot of questions about where the fuck 
was this Mexico throughout the entire tournament, throughout the entire qualifying phase? Where were yep. they? If they had this type of pressure on Argentina uh, and uh, 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 what you call Poland, like it would be a different group. Yep. Martin so. scored in the 47th minute. Chavez scored in the 52nd minute. 2 nothing, Coasting through that second half. What I enjoyed about this game is that even in the second half, Mexico was pushing for that third goal, knowing in their back of their mind that they needed it. They needed and it. They wanted it. There, they were close to getting it. There was a point. They scored it, I thought. And then they pulled it back as offside. Yep. And we're talking, if you look at this offside and the isolation technology that they have, because they have crash test dummies wearing the appropriate jerseys, and they're able to isolate it. And this guy's like calf and left shoulder were offside as he was making the turn as the ball was coming over him. I don't yep. know how the linesman calls that. Like, I like it was ridiculous. I'm like, like we're getting to the point where an eyelash is going to be the delineating factor on an offside in soccer, which I never like okay. in footy. I never thought I'd see it. To but that I degree. go back to what I said. If you're gonna use all this technology in VAR, it's gonna yep. get to that point. It's gonna have to be the letter of the law. That's what yep. people never realized when they begged and wanted more technology in sports. Yep. But you know what? Even if even if they didn't go to VAR or verify it with this offside technology that they have or whatever, even if they didn't, the linesman still called it offside. Like, yes. <laughs> he would have been double screwed, like, no matter what. Like, the 80, that one was called. And all of this happened in the 88th minute as Antuna's goal is chalked off for being, quote-unquote, offside. That would have been the deciding factor. They would have been up 3 nothing, but no, it stays 2 nothing. Seven minutes of added time. Mexico gets a free kick. Free kick is saved. Mexico is pressing, pushing. Lozano shoots over the bar in the 93rd minute. And then Chad Barrett. He Chad Barrett it. Yep. Baggio. He, he, he Baggioed it. Remember when that was a thing after 94? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Baggio. Then in the 95th minute... Tacos were heard crying when Alda Wasari scored for Saudi Arabia to make it two to one. That was it. That's all she Heartbreaker. wrote. Yep. Heartbreaker. My my heart goes out to the fans. Like, good on Saudi Arabia for making a competition of it. It's too bad that they didn't get the chance to try to advance, but you know, with this goal differential and everything like that, Mexico were the clear favorites to make a go at that. But even then, that was a big question mark, as you pointed out. And I don't know where this Mexico was, but I'm glad that they at least showed up for this game. Because it also reflects well on CONCACAF, right? If they have good games. But that's life, right? And, and the, the game is cruel. The game is cruel. So if you're a Mexican soccer fan, hats off to you. I understand it hurts. But... You know, what can you do? And so does love. Way. Love also hurts. Yep. Diarrhea hurts sometimes. Yeah. You know, that's why uh, 
sometimes on Mexican food. Well, that was that. Go on a bus trip. 2-1 Mex- uh, Mexico, but that's not enough. What a hard day for Tunisia and Mexico. Doing everything you can, but yep. previous performances hurt you enough that, well, that's all she wrote for your tournament. Yep. Yep. It, it, it really was heartbreaking to see the passion of the fans and whatnot. More than other days, I noticed it today. Um, but, like I say, it's a cruel game. It's a very cruel game. All right. Before we move on to the next few games and previewing games, see what Yorkie put in our chat? I'm going to call him out. Oh, he's going for Morocco tomorrow. That's He's fired. <laughs> I'm joking. We, we put everything on Wales. And this guy repays. This guy betrays us on Tunisia. Uh, because on of him, we put Wales ahead of the U.S. in our pool. Yeah. What simpleton fools we are! <laughs> All right, Saturday, December third. This is what's going to happen Saturday: Netherlands versus USA, which we learned about yesterday, and today we learned that Argentina is going to be facing Australia. Dude, Australia is fucking winning this. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they, I'm hoping so. Sunday, December 4th. It's an interesting draw. Sunday, December 4th, England versus Senegal, which we learned about yesterday. And today it was made official that France will be facing Poland. France wins that one. Oh, yeah, I'll wait till Sunday. Yeah, that's. Not a hard one to predict what the outcome's going to be there, that's for sure. All right, let's talk about tomorrow's games. Tomorrow's games, well, Canada's going to be there. Facing Morocco at 10 a.m. Eastern. Also at 10 a.m. Eastern, we've got Croatia and Belgium. What do you think of those two games? I'm going to be watching the Canada one pretty closely. I'm curious to see if Croatia's wake up against Canada might result in putting the nail into Belgium. You know, they're coughing, but we'll see what happens in that. I love these groups and how they shake out. It's too bad Canada is not in the mix, but I'm hoping Canada um, eliminates Morocco's hopes tomorrow. Might be fun to play a little bit of spoiler on the way out. If anything, I like to play spoiler. Yep. So, All right. Oh, that's fine. 2 p.m. Eastern games, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan, Spain. Both games actually have, they have a little, like, a, both a little tasty there. Yeah, that could be a little bit fiery, you know, on the underdogs. Yep. But we shall see. You know, like uh, the, the obvious ones are Spain and Germany. But this is this World Cup. I don't know that I'm not convinced that all these teams want to be there right now. I think injuries are we'll for see. sure taking over. Injuries are for sure taking over. Injuries and concerns about uh, a domestic league. Yep. All right. So that's that. That is our World Cup preview. But before we go, the most important question of the day, what is for dinner, Phil? It was the mighty leftover night. I finished said other half of loaf of meat. Now, this is where things get interesting. In waiting to do this podcast, 
I was spending some lovely family time with my father. And we were watching the news, as an 84-year-old does quite religiously because he does not have a smart device. I've tried giving him many. He has decided that he is completely inept at operating them. Call Facebook. So, yeah, I know. Well, well, Facebook he is on that, but he thinks he's deleting everything, and he talks to the people at Facebook, which scares me because I don't know who those people are. But anyhow, he's sitting there enjoying his evening because he's been under the weather today. And then the dreaded meatloaf fart hits. Oh, Lord. I cleared the living room. <laughs> then, on the way downstairs for water for this, I cleared the kitchen. <laughs> I promptly texted my brother who made it and was just like, meatloaf was excellent. Thank you so much for bringing that by. My father, your father is not thrilled with the aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary. That's awesome. So it was just a bit of comedy. I He was actually laughing. The two of us were laughing so hard. We kind of had tears in our eyes. So it was a good time. I'm hoping he's feeling better. So it's something's going around. I've been under the weather for those uh, couple days there. And uh, yeah, feeling much better today. So. And what are you having for dinner, my friend? Pizza. Just just pizza. Nothing wrong with pizza. Yep. You know what's bothering bad, me? Good. You know what's what? bothering me right now? Okay. Look at my camera. This is mm -hmm. like riveting podcasting for everyone. Look yeah, at my you camera. You can't see it. Yep. I'm straight, right? Yep. But all of that in my background seems like it's crooked. I know. Guess what? Floors are crooked, buddy. I know. That's what I and, and I know it's a fact that this floor is. That's yep. why. But I'm like just trying so hard to make it not look so bad. I just thought it was because you were so upset that you're going out of focus all the time. <laughs> well, I was, but it's the light, right? I know. I was <laughs> my skin tone well. is too dark for this camera. I'm super self-conscious about the fact that my right eye is a little bit closed lately. So I'm like, you know what? If we ever do the, the video podcast for one of these things, I'm going to be wearing the sunglasses and I'm going to be that cool dude asshole. <laughs> Pretend you're playing poker. Exactly. Except you're going to be able to see everything in the screen and go, oh my God, he's got cables everywhere. <laughs> Remember to close all your porn tabs. I don't surf porn on this. I'm not a heathen. That's what your phone is for. No, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I got to put that up to my face to talk to people and stuff. It's bad enough I poop with it. Oh, my God. All right. I think that's that's we've reached the limit. My own limit. Even my limit right now. Oh, this camera is really bothering me. All right, Phil, honestly, thank you so much for joining me, and thank you to everyone who has been listening, who has been sending comments. Honestly, I can't believe people give a shit about what we think about this crazy game called football and this crazy tournament called the World Cup, hosted by motherfucking FIFA. Stay tranquilo. He's Phil. I'm Boris. What Phil said, stay tranquilo.
by a jumbo jet. 